Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday, we begin in Alabama and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. And the Music of America podcast continues. We are in Lithonia, Georgia, which is just outside of Atlanta. We're going to talk to a jazz musician who goes by the name of Tunes, and that's the number two, and then U-N-E-S. So Tunes will be with us after we talk about Benormous Productions. They've been producing and recording music and videos for over 20 years. After years as a performer, the owner, Ben Verhoeven, has decided to go back to that which he loves the most, and that's production. After tutelage under Jordan Valeria, he opened up his own place in Millican, Colorado. High-end instruments, high-end tools are on hand to make your sound compete with your favorite records. He has one goal in mind, and that's for you to look and sound as professional as possible. So go make some music and some videos at Benormous Productions. They're on Facebook or at www.benormousproductions.com. So excited to hear this man play. But playing doesn't work on this. But... uh, tunes i guess i should have told you this up front this is an audio only so like i can i can see your your axe man it looks cool but it it doesn't play on the audio (laughs) no problem i just hold it (laughs) it's pretty man so what do you got tell the audience what what you're holding right now this is a a brand new guitar man it's called uh the fold up guitar can you see that it 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 folds in half and it's got it comes with its own case this guy who used to work on uh, spines, he yes. created. He created, and my one of my partners that uh, it's a tour manager's uh, for Cooler in the Gang, man. I've been he's a lifelong uh, friend. He uh, knows the guy who owns it, and so uh-huh. I just got this maybe not even two weeks ago. I wasn't gonna. I didn't like. I needed another guitar, but it <laughs> pulls up, and I'm planning on going on the. Uh, we going on on a cruise. So I could take this, it folds down, you, you lighten up this, tighten up the uh, loosen up the strings, and it folds all the way down. And you put that it is something. Back. Yeah, man, it plays good too. It looks like a pretty solid body. It almost looks yeah, like yeah, a Les Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does kind of remind me of it. And I just got it, man. It's, it's so That's sweet. Cool. So yeah. let's talk, let's talk about tunes. We're we're just we're just gonna call you tunes. We're not gonna get your name into this because that's how you want to be known anyway, it's just tunes. And it's yeah. the number two, and then the rest of the word tune. So we just—it's the word tunes. When right. we take out the T and replace it with a number two, it's a little marketing thing you got going there. Yeah, <laughs> I need all I can get. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how long you've been playing? Man, you said you you were you were into funk, and you were playing funk up in Ohio, right? Yeah, Was yeah, that yeah. is that where you got started, or how long you've been playing? I've been playing since the sixth sixth grade, man. It just started. So, uh, so for those of us that don't know how old you are, we're going to say that was what ten uh, years uh, ago. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll, we'll say more than ten. How about that? <laughs> okay, that's, that's good. That's good. Uh, I ain't got no shame in the game now. But I, uh, I started it back in Dayton, Ohio, and uh, started off on trumpet, and then fell in love with guitar, and then you know I've been playing the guitar ever since, and so. Um, and what was that transition like? Because because I've played guitar since I was like thirteen. I had a sax when I was ten. 
but you transitioned the other way, man. You went from brass into the into the strings. How'd that work? It worked out fine. One thing, my dad wanted me to play the trumpet at first. Mm-hmm. But my mom, I talked to her and gave me a good time. So then once I started getting a good time, I just had to leave it under the bed for you know for six, seven weeks and eventually kept playing it. So he just said, go ahead and play that. <laughs> no kidding. That was done in, you said in Dayton? Yeah, Dayton, Ohio. Uh-huh. And who was inspiring you? Who who got you? Was it Hendrix that got you to cross over from horns to guitar or what? No, no. Uh, see, in, in Dayton, what they call the land of funk, man, I always lived a block away from a guy who uh, was the leader of the Ohio Players. So I remember That's right. Seeing- I remember seeing them, uh, and that was in 1966, man. And, uh, and then there's other big name groups, uh, of the Lakeside, the group called Lakeside. Matter of fact, they, the lead singer of Lakeside, he was in my first band ever playing the drums. And that was in the sixth grade. We did a talent show. And so uh-huh. and then you got Roger Zab, you got, uh, Slave, you got a whole bunch of bands, man. And then uh, just, point blank in uh ohio period it goes on and on and on and so i just start playing guitar then and just kept kept doing it man but uh different influences but even though i was playing in and listening to groups like that when i watched ed sullivan man and I mean, when you got on ed sullivan show man you had to be on point he had the beatles rolling yeah. stones i was li- watching in that and and, and start listening. Then by around about time to, in the tenth grade, I started venturing out to going to rock festivals and stuff. I was listening to all kind of music, man. Uh, Mountain, Deep Purple. I went to the concerts. Oh my man, you're got, you're talking my music now, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I, my first rock concert was uh, Bloodstone and no Blood Rock. Blood Rock with DOA, and, uh, yeah, yeah. And Grand Funk Railroad, man, I fell so in love with Grand Funk Railroad. It was, it was. So I gotta ask you this, man. I gotta ask you because back in the era, man, <laughs> did you have, did you have this going on? <laughs> I had a fro. It was as, as high as I could get it. You know, <laughs> that was the thing. And so, um, and even nineteen seventy, man, this I had opportunity, and I met, I met Terry Calf, man. Terry yeah. Kemp, the guitar player for Chicago. Oh man. Wow. It was so he was, so, was so cool, man. Uh I went to a concert and I had a friend of mine and uh I was driving him back up to Lima House, but they but the guitar player came out um uh, with the band to open the show. And the name of their group was called Madure. And they were so bad, man. They was on tour with Chicago. Three guys, man, they was killing it. Uh, keys, guitar, and drummer. So the guitar player came out after the show, uh-huh. and then he was talking to him. He was nice. He said, man, well, we're, we're going to be out to Day Airport. We rode out there, man, and seen everybody in Chicago walking around, man, kicking it, man, Peter Soter and the suit everybody else had on jeans and stuff. Uh-huh. So we was walking down the uh, uh rooms man and the room was, one room was wide open. There was Terry Kapp sitting in there, man, kicking it. He said, what's up, man? We, I was just in the 10th grade. Went in there. He had acoustical guitar, and they had a 
He was real nice, man. I said, let me play your guitar. And he had this song called I Don't Want Your Money, right? Mm -hmm. I love that song. And I said, this is how it goes, man. This is how it goes. My friend said, like, man, you sure not got a lot of nerves. How you going to tell the guy how the song went? I said, well, this, <laughs> I said this is how it sounded to me, man. I was only in the fifth grade, man. He's not laughing. He's all, yeah, man, that sounds good. And i never forget that, man. That guy was so good that even Jimi Hendrix was talking about him, man. No kidding. Man, that's something. He, that's so cool though man you just yeah. you're 10th grade 10th grade you see this guy yeah. you walk in and you start telling this is how you're supposed to play a damn thing <laughs> i didn't know it man i didn't know. I said, that's how it sounded to me man i still remember that song today, man. i don't want your money yeah oh, that's hilarious that's yeah. Nice. Uh, and then from there see what 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 was going on i was uh building what i call now um uh uh i call it a I don't like nobody to put me in in a, in a certain hole. So I say they say my music. I like my music to be like a gumbo, man. You know, it's got a lot of ingredients in it. So and it does from all the artists and stuff that I have seen, man. And went to the concert. And I still have the CDs, man. I got over here six thousand CDs, man. Yeah, man, uh, three thousand cassettes. But I went to the shows and I seen these guys play, man. And if it was good, it was good. I just liked it, man. I could just go on. I seen Jeff O'Tall three times, Emerson Lake and Palmer, man. Yeah. Oh, man, I seen Mountain, I seen James Gang. But at the same time, they had the soul radio station in Dayton, and they was playing the Temptations, you know, uh, Aretha Franklin, Stevie Wonder. So I just liked it all music, man. Yeah. And that's the way. So when I want to play now and I want to get a – a version of a Santana or Led Zeppelin or whatever. Hey, man, I can just pull it out of my computer, out of my heart, and do my version of it. And just do it, yeah. Yeah. I had a lady on here uh, from Alaska a couple, not a couple weeks, maybe a month or so ago. And she was saying that uh, she's talking to her, I guess her, talking about her sister about what she writes or whatever. And she says there's so much good music out there that needs to be played with you know and rearranged right. i just thought of that there's someone there's just so many different songs and then i hear a song this country western song from years ago and i heard this guy do a blues version of it like that is sweet that is so yeah. sweet and it, you got six thousand cds so you got sixty thousand songs there that you get to play yeah with. i do i got in my ipod that's why i call them when i do uh single shows i say it's tunes and the invisible band. You can't see them, but you're going to hear them. And you're going to feel them. And it works, man. <laughs> when you do a show, do you do that? Do you take a, like a CD or something? Because you, you don't have a full orchestra with you. You're just playing no, by no, yourself. No, no. It would depends what the person want to hire me. Mm. See, uh, I can come one, three, or six, but I got this little iPod here, man. I love yeah. this. I got 60,000 songs on here, man, with enough room with another 60,000 because it's 160 gig and I just take it everywhere I go and just plug it in. I play with my backing track. It works. But then if they budget is good, then I bring, you know, I bring some live musicians. You, know, you, play, I, more, you play more in Atlanta than, than you do in the outlying areas, or do you play more in the outlying areas? Yeah, well, combinations. I got a friend that's got a wedding band, and okay. I've been playing with him, man. He, he's got the same booking agent that I had years ago. Oh, no kidding. They can <laughs> book, man. So, um, all the way up to two years in advance, man. So um, it, it's just been a blessing, a real blessing. Then I just do gigs on the 
Oh, you know, that I get on on own. Now, funk is such a big part of the Ohio scene when you're growing up. And now you're in jazz. So what's that transition look like? What what led from funk to rock to jazz or or okay. was it funk to jazz or what was it? Well, it's just I just want to call it up. This all good music and and more marketable music. What happens when you coming up and you're learning a lot of times you're playing in different bands, you know, with mm-hmm. and I played in a lot of Bands that were singing, man. We always playing behind these singers, man. So, and then you find out people don't do right and they don't want to work and whatever. Then you mess up the band. Then you find going another one by you being younger and trying to follow follow these guys that's supposed to be mature. Then you find out something happened. So you get put the point in time. I did. I got tired of being in the back. So I'm going to be up front. Uh Come straight out being a solo artist. So then when I moved down here, I did more gigs, and then they started learning, throwing more jazz songs at me. And I'm so like, you know, back in the day, now, I wouldn't play them songs like uh, uh, My Funny Valentine or Misty, whatever. That wasn't in my groove back in, right. in the day. But now, but those songs, those kind of songs get you more money because you do the weddings, okay? Everybody wants to hear it, yeah, yeah. yeah. So eventually... Start doing instrumentals, and so that's where I'm at now, doing the instrumentals, because you ain't going to have to have a whole band or a whole singing group, man. You know, you just put it out there like that. And, and then you do remixes of a song, you know, and that's what's going on. There's a gentleman named Pete Peterson up in Maine. He's actually in New Hampshire, I think, New Hampshire. But I met him in Maine a couple of years ago, and that's what he does. Okay. Yes, exact same thing. He's a guitar player and a singer, you know. So he'll 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 lay down a track sometimes on a loop station and play that. Okay. He'll sing over it and then he'll start playing lead on top of it too. Okay, yeah, that's not being cre- very creative. So it really is yeah. ways, man. You know to get the job done to the way you know people, people you know that's supposed to do something. Because well, I, even down here, it's it's way different to a certain degree than being in Ohio, man. Because I remember, man, back in in the seventies, man. It's, we would we would push the equipment through the snow, man, just to rehearse, just man. to play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We didn't even know what what gig was, but but we had the love for the music. Now here, everybody wants to, more. Too many people want to be just a hired gun. Yeah, man, I could be at the gig, man. You know, I don't know the songs, man, but how much is it paying? <laughs> yeah, I don't know the song, but what does it pay? <laughs> now you sent me a few songs we're going to be listening to. Okay, did you write these or these covers or what? No, these original uh, songs. That's what I, I thought. Got I thought from, you told me that. Got from uh, a guy who well, I'll tell you his name is Chris Big Dog David. He's a producer. He oh, lives yeah. in Connecticut. Harper, he lives in Hartford, Connecticut. And That's right. We talked about this. I remember right, that. Yeah, yeah, Big Dog. And so he's just the writer. I always knew that, you know, somebody give me a better song, man, than I, I play it. I have, I got some songs on my own, but man. This guy helped me get get you know get exposed and get out there on the market. That's where you know it's where I got to go. I don't have a problem, man, dealing with the man, you know. So those are all his songs. So the first one we're gonna do is called "Still Hanging." Right. Okay. Tell me what that's about. That is a song that is like man, it came at a, at a great time, and it and it's 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 just laid back, man. And 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 I did a video on it, but the video just shows about. A couple that you know just going through something, and you know, matter what the ups and downs, they still hanging. So then it, it can relate to a lot of different things, even to your uh, in your life and 
and whatever uh you dealing with, you got to still hanging there. Like, you know, I just went to, hey man, a 50 year class reunion, right? And uh when I went there and then they asked me to play and I performed, man, and like people saying, Man, you still hanging in there with it, and it was perfect time with that song still hanging. I did yeah. that. Man, as soon as I started playing, they got up and dancing, they was doing, and they was kept saying, well, why you didn't do it? I said, man, I'm not in charge of the show. I'm just on the show. <laughs> <laughs> they have been giving all these awards. They just, yeah, I should have told them y'all want a little entertainment. But uh, you know, when I look back at it, and that was back in when I uh, started going to uh, high school, uh, I was in 68, man, you know, and uh, I never – Stop playing, you know, uh, and won't stop playing. So it's just it's just a blessing, man. And when I know other people didn't quit doing what they was look, liking to do at the time, I don't know, and went on to something else, got married and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, man. But nothing comes in between me but the most high in between me and my guitar. <laughs> That's something. It's real. It was a real blessing to me because uh, Daryl Dobson was my guest on the show the day you and I were talking. Okay. Daryl Dobson is the guy who played that five string violin right. jazz. Okay. Right. So his sound was so, it's so fusion driven and right. it's so busy, you know? And then I kick back and I, I turn on still hanging. I'm like, no, that's fresh. That's, <laughs> that's what I needed right now. You got both ends of the spectrum. You got that real busy stuff. And then the, this is uh, th the word the kids are all using is chill. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that particular song it is. I'm trying to. You heard of uh, watercolors, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what my goal is. My my next song come. I was you know uh we're moving in that direction, trying to get on uh watercolors. That's what's uh that's what my next my goal is right that's now. That's bold, man. That's good though. Yeah. yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes. yes, indeed. Well, let's give this a listen. All right, this is Tunes. Uh, the man's uh, name is Tunes with the number two U N E S Tunes yes, from Atlanta, Georgia. And this song is called "Still Hanging." Thank you. 
tunes from atlanta our guest today on the music of america podcast i'm your host tom pollard hey bass players the bag is a high quality leather gig bag family of products that are handmade in the united states with the finest craftsmanship and a beautiful sophisticated and very cool overall appearance they're made of some of the finest quality leather and cushion available and meant to last you a lifetime literally they have over 30 years in the leather industry and they're extremely proud to introduce the line of gig bags targeted to the skilled professional as well as the fun-seeking novice. The hope is that you're going to love their bags as much as they do. The Bag, it's called. The Bag. It's from Tony Vaughn Base Bags, www.tonyvaughn.com. The Bag does not compare to a collapsible, portable, foldable guitar like you got, Tins. <laughs> <laughs> when did you uh, when did you move to Georgia? Because you, you're in in uh, Funkland, you know, in Funkland and Dayton, and in high school, and uh, then you moved to Georgia when? Uh back in let's see, I came down in eighty one. Oh, okay. One, yeah, my brother was living down there, man. Things was going went went kind of sour uh, in in that time of my life. So my brother told me, "Come on down there to Atlanta." I've been down there, man. And, just like Burger King, baby, any way you want it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been down there ever since, man. That's what, you know, I'm so thankful, man. It's, and where were you musically when you left? What were you doing in the 80s, in the early 80s? Before well, you I left? was, things, you know, things was, I was uh, 10, 10, 5%. I was trying to mess around and do other stuff, man. But, you know, I I, I needed a change and it you know, uh, oh, I got that. Yeah. yeah, some things, you know, it wasn't it wasn't going right, and and and, and uh, so uh, I'm I moved to different opportunities. You know? Now you know what the question is that usually follows that, right? What was her name? <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. Wow. We won't go there. <laughs> but 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 now now Atlanta is like home for you. Atlanta works for you. You said right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, That's sir. Good. And you're at peace now. That's good. Oh, yeah. True. Oh, man. Very well said. No doubt. No yeah. doubt. You know. So where do you get your ideas from? Your new concepts, your new approaches and that? Do you just listen to your uh, just, just from the world, man. I get it's from where I just stay open, man. I'm, I'm a people person. And, yeah. you know, I, I listen to the news. I watch it. Everything kind of go around and feel what's in my heart and do, uh, you know, constant staying prayed up, spiritually in tune, man, to try to. 
man, uh, everything, just keep my hands open, man. And so, you know, uh, always trying to find something that's going to, you know, stick, stick on the, on, on the wall, man. That's what it's about. And so, yeah, just keep re- reinventing yourself yeah. and, and never give up no matter what. So, Tunes, you say you're a spiritual man. Have you done gospel work or spiritual work? You know, music, uh, on the music realm. Uh, I, I actually play at the, uh, this church. I play at my church. And it's, I've been going there for about five years. But um, when I had, uh, um, let's see, but I have not really done a whole lot of recordings, but you know, um, playing at the church that 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 really helps out too, you know. Yeah. To keep me on the right and straight path, put it like that. And it don't hurt to be surrounded by equally good musicians, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it's always interesting, but that is a whole another uh show, man. Talking about just the different levels of musician because it's I believe it's. Person, you just gotta have. A, how bad do you want it? It's gotta be in your heart, man. You know, you know, and not, 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 you know, talking, but you gotta, you know, you gotta work at it, man. You know. Yeah. I, I still, I still take private lessons right now from a guy. Do you really? Yes, sir. This guy named Doc Powell, man. He's off the chain. He played with um, Kirk Franklin for fifteen years, and, and he played with uh, Luther Vandross. Man. Really. Yeah, and I get to go over his house personally. He's man, I, he got these gold and plaque albums on his wall, man. He played Dang. the ocean. He got <laughs> platinum uh forty fives with uh with an album with Aretha Franklin. Come on, man, this cat's yeah. a living legend. So I go with him every two weeks. He helps me uh with chords and playing stuff, man, because he's a living legend. I didn't so- see You've been playing. You've been playing for so long, and you know this stuff so well. What can you learn? Oh man, he learns. He teaches me chords. He, what one thing, and he teaches me more about reading music because he reads and writes and stuff. Oh, man. Okay, man, this guy to me, he got nominated for a Grammy from doing uh the version of What's Going On, and Marvin Gaye song, huh? Yo, yeah. Marvin Gaye, yeah, yeah, he's got man. And when you when you mention people like uh, Luther Vandross, man, he played with somebody like that for ten years, and then before that, uh, uh, Kirk Franklin, he's seriously gospel. He played with them fifteen years, man. He's bad dude, and he just is real smooth and humble, man. So he's been teaching me a lot of stuff, and, and man, I haven't missed a day yet. It's almost two years I've been going to him. Isn't that cool though, man? That the somebody that that accomplished. Yeah. Is still humble, and we'll yeah. take and we'll take a moment and say, "Well, come here, tunes. Let me show you this here." Yeah, but I reached out to him, man, and you know, and you know, everything, you know, and let people know it comes with price. It's not no problem. I just said, "How much, man?" I said, "Let's go." Yeah, yeah, but he could easily say he could easily say, "No, I don't do that. I'm a performer. I don't, I don't teach." Yeah, because I'm saying I met so many people, man, that come. I mean, they're just on a whole nother level, man. They wouldn't, you know, yeah, and uh, it just it just wouldn't. But this has been a blessing. So he's teaching me a lot of stuff, man. That's what you said, though. It's that word, man, that you, word you use, humility. He's humble. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's, it's so good. So cool. Man, I went and seen him play. He's slamming, man. Really? Yeah, man. He's got, ooh, man. What's he play through usually? 
Uh, he's got two, three different guitars. He's got that uh, like a BB BB King guitar, and he's got a Strat. He got uh, an acoustic. Get him in and just go out there on YouTube and put in Doc Powell. You see some yeah. of the videos, and man, he be he be slamming. Man, he played with Wilson Pickett. He played, mm-hmm. yeah, man, he played with some some top name cats. Man, he paid his dues, and he's still around, man. If I reach if I reach in my pocket right here, I say, here's a ticket to go see somebody that's playing now. Who would that ticket be? Who would you love to go see live right now? Uh I like Jeff Gollop, man. I mean really? yeah, Jeff Lobert and Jeff uh yeah, Jeff uh Jeff Lobert. Jeff Gollop passed. I really liked him. Uh-huh. He played guitar, but he played with uh Rod Stewart and whatever. I got to see him two or three times. Wow. It's some like it's, it's a lot of talented people out here, man. I I, I just went last week. I, I went and seen Ohio players and Tower Power. Then I went and seen Jonathan Butler the next day and Kurt Whalem and some other upcoming uh, stars, man. So I just keep learning, man, every day, learning uh, and listen to good music, man. Good it's- music like Sensual. Ah. <laughs> That's the next song we're going to play here. <laughs> so, uh, tell me how you, because you're the one that chose these songs. So, tell me why you chose this one. You know what? It's really, uh, let me, no, the songs kind of choose me because, me yeah, I get these songs from the producer, which I told you his name is called Chris Big Dog Davis. Right. So, he, he, Sends me these songs, and yeah, he, he's got nothing but great songs. And so he sent a song to me, and I listened to it, and then I decided I wanted to do something different. And that it was to play uh, acoustical guitar on the song. Yeah. And so he didn't even know it. And he said, like, okay, so it gives that little Latin Spanish feel or whatever. But I was trying to, you know, uh, um, cross over in the market to get other fans to come and check it out because yeah. Yeah, I could play funk and like that. I wanted to know, you know, uh, I can do a different style. But, you know, one of my things I always say, see, to me, the the listener is the most important person, than, even more than me, because if everybody played instrument, it would be jacked up. <laughs> so, so to me, the listener is the most important person. So that's what I try to uh uh, think about doing something. So I said, hey, let me reach out and do this. So that's what I did. But the, the song Central, it puts you in the mind of a waterfall. It puts you in the mind of a garden of Eden, putting you in the mind of a sitting on the beach at the nighttime and the moon is reflecting on the, you know, the sea and then the stars. It kind of puts you in that kind of, you know, uh, spirit. It paints that spiritual picture through the right. music. Yeah. 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 It's really cool. We're going to listen to it. Okay. We're with, we're with tunes and the song is called sensual.
Sensual with Tunes. The gentleman's name is Tunes. He's from Lithonia, just outside of Atlanta. And we'll be back with Tunes in just a moment. You know, you meet, you fall in love, you commit to each other. That's the easy part. But somehow after two years or so, things begin to be challenging. Emotions and flair have waned. We disagree more, feeling disillusioned at times. Well, this period of disappointment can last a long time, even years. This is usually when couples seek out therapists to help them develop better communication skills. Well, two years after forever, a relationship workbook is dedicated to help couples find that effective communication. This guidebook, sort of a how-to book, teaches you some skills to learn about communication deficiencies that likely exist, but better, it offers exercises to improve those skills and be better communicators, better partners. Two years after forever, it's not a self-help book. It's a workbook where you have to do the work. And if you do these exercises together and apply the lessons learned, you will absolutely see a difference in all your relationships, particularly lasting into the future, like forever. Two years after forever, author Mike Pollard, 30-year therapist, twoyearsafterforever.com, and available at Amazon today and forever. Back with a gentleman who goes by the name of Tunes, but it's not spelled with a T. It's spelled with the number two. And made me, just then, just then saying that, it reminded me when Prince changed his name to a symbol. (laughs) (laughs) So when you sign your name, do you write the number two, or do you write the word two? (laughs) All right, I do. (laughs) No, I write the, I, I, I do the number two. Uh-huh. But, uh, but like since backing up on that, uh, on the people ask me sometimes, you know, how do you come up with that? I had nicknamed myself that long time ago when I was in Dayton, Ohio, because uh, back in Dayton, uh, I knew so many songs. I had came up with that nickname Tunes, and so it was, I had that before Mister T was around, right? <laughs> so I, I, that way, if you call me, I just I used to say, "Oh man, what songs y'all doing, man? Let me know, man. I, you know, I got it here, and I meet you at the gig." <laughs> and I literally had that name, and then when I came down to Atlanta, I finally uh, lived up to that name. Because I had a guy I was working with. He said, "Man, I ain't calling you no Tunes because the way you acting now." You ain't you doing uh you being like Looney Tunes, you know. But, <laughs> so, so, uh, so I wouldn't call you Tunes. Then I seen years later said, Oh, you said, now nah, I can call you Tunes. I can see the change you've made. And so that, that it's a it's a longer story to that, but that's that's a short version. So that's I just funny. thought I'd throw that in, man. Uh, no, I like that. I like that a lot. And I really like the Looney Tunes part because <laughs> You're a yeah, musician, man. So you gotta be cartoons, a, you gotta be a little bit loony to be a musician, yeah. right? <laughs> a question I've been asking a lot of folks lately, and I'll ask you the same because you've been doing this your whole life, you know, playing music. How were you affected when COVID hit? Uh it was it was um very, very different. And and you just try to, you know, you had to come up with other creative ways. I was starting to try to get in like what you kind of got going on now. They were the people were doing podcasts. I seen the Rolling Stones, how they had equipment, they was jamming, whatever. You know, I was trying to do that. And it was, it was, man, it was just, it was just way, way different. You know, uh, uh all kinds of everything stopped. So, but mm-hmm. I just kept playing and uh working on some songs, and that's how I basically got through it all, man. You know, man, that's what it just seemed like everybody that's those that made it, that's what they did. They just kept plowing through you just. Right. 
is to keep going and keep going and know it's not going to be forever, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly, man. Wow. It just seemed like forever, right? Yeah, you know, it's such a blessing now, man, that anytime you can think through the day, man, that you made it through that, man, and you don't have to wear the mask at this yeah. point in time. It's, oh, man, yeah, wow. Are you working more now than you were before COVID? Yeah, I'm working. It's the whole market is open up because people want to get out and have fun and mm-hmm. you know, celebrate life. And so more gigs are open, more opportunities. So um old Bobby Womack used to got a saying, he said, Where there's a will, there's a way. Amen. The goal, there's a stage. He said, But where there's a stage, I'm gonna play. <laughs> <laughs> So more work now than ever, and you know, uh, and it's I just look at my calendar time, and I just say, hey man, I don't look on there what I have. I look what I don't have. That means it's more availability, you know. And wherever, huh? No, go ahead. No, wherever there's a speaker at, that's my office. (laughs) (laughs) I got that from Ray Parker Jr. Man, he said, wherever the speaker at, that's your office. Man, you drop a lot of names. You've been in this business so long. I think you must know everybody. <laughs> I, I, I know of a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I'm studying, and I like I just you know pick up on um uh people that I seen doing positive things you know with their craft, man. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, and you learn learn a lot, man. Just you know, yeah. Well, I did something after you and I spoke that I've never done with a, another artist. I'm going to do more of it now, but I looked up musicians from ohio who came from ohio dang yeah you guys put out some talent yeah you (laughs) leaving ohio to dayton to uh cincinnati man it's all kind of big name groups uh by womack uh, oj's bobby womack i didn't know that until i saw that uh when i looked up online and oj's i thought the oj's were from philadelphia well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, they, they there's, there's uh, Isley Brothers came through there, yeah, man. Isley Brothers, right. Dan Brown was down in, in Cincinnati, man. All kind of people, man. I mean, it's a lot of people name I'm missing too, but I can't. And uh, I was just, I was blown away with how long the list was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. And then they got the uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in. Uh, yeah, it's in Cleveland, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, never been there. Have you been there? I've been yeah, actually, I was on on a different excursion. <laughs> no, the the Hall of Fame though. You've been the Rock and Roll no, Hall of Fame. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, oh. I've been through there because when I moved, I'm in Vermont now. When I moved oh, here, man. I went through Cleveland, and when I moved back, we go through Cleveland. So we, right. you know, we're down there in the in the winter time and up here in the summertime because I can't right. stand the humidity of St. Louis. You know, wow. so we go through Cleveland though, and it's got one of the weirdest weirdest highways I've ever been on in my life. Yeah, it is. <laughs> because <laughs> you're going you're going down the highway if you're going going north on and i don't know what the highway is you're going north and all of a sudden i've never seen a highway go a 90 degree turn but you're going like 65 75 miles an hour and all of a sudden the road just whoo, and does this uh, <laughs> you know this, this this 90 degree turn to the left and like and i'm carrying a trail trailer the first time i did uh, it and in the snow you know oh man <laughs> A lot I of fun. Don't want to do with no more snow at all, man. Yeah. I had my days of that in Dayton, Ohio, working in the for Dayton Daily News, man, delivering. Yeah. Now, I- down in Atlanta, and you've been there for quite some, you've been there 40 years, say 30 right. some odd years, 40 years. Are you doing just music then? 
That's all you have yeah. to do to pay your bills now. And that's so cool that you can do that. Well, no, see what I worked for the VA hospital for 25 years. Oh, I didn't know that. I, okay. Yeah, and I just retired uh been in last July. So I've been retired for I one. I got you. And so and my wife, she works at the Emory, and it's just been a blessing, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, buddy. So that's I mean, so much good music comes out of the South. It comes out of Atlanta, you know. And yeah. and I can't help but think that it's so competitive. And I was thinking that you were doing it full time and doing nothing but music, but you're doing that because you're retired now from another job. So that helps. That helps a lot. Yeah, yeah no doubt. These cats that are coming up today, man, they don't know, you know. Right. Uh, can you make a living in Atlanta as a young musician now? No, I don't think so. Yeah. You get on different um, schedules, man. Yeah. Yeah. You so where have you played? Where have you played besides? Uh, where have uh, you played besides? Where have you played besides Atlanta and and Ohio? Where else have you been? Oh, I've been, you know, East Coast. I've been on the West Coast. I've been up to New York. I played out in Vegas. I went to Paris and did a thing. I've been no you know, kidding. Yeah, man. I, I went there. I got a. I know a guy who lives in Paris. He's been there for thirty years, and so he had a connection, man. I went last with him last November. So I went on, it was interesting, you know, I, I chilled with him for a minute, but like, it's, it's in, and I almost went to London, man, but I waited too late to try to get me a ticket, man, the ticket for the boat, man, or whatever, the train was higher than the airplane ticket from, uh, from Atlanta to Paris, I mean. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, uh, if I would have got that ticket on Monday, it probably would have been more reasonable. I want to still go back to London, because I got music that's, they, uh, uh, I got several DJs over there that's been playing, you know, my, some of my songs. So I got oh, cool. following. Yeah, man. I was going to go to a couple, I, I want to go a couple spots where, where Jim Hendrix played at, you know, and yeah. this, uh, you know, like that. And so, um, I've been blessed, man, to, uh, been, you know, a lot of different cities, man. I've been to St. Louis. I've been to Kansas City, man. And I got my cousin lived there and we played, I played in New York. So. Man, you know, it's been a blessing, man. It's been a serious blessing wherever I can play. It's That's man. cool. But see, I was talking about big cities because I wanted to talk about one particular city, New York, so I could talk about Times Square, oh, okay. which is your next song, say. <laughs> and uh, tell me about that jazzy old sound of Times Square. Amen. All the credit goes the most of all to Chris Big Dog Davis, man. Big He's Dog again? Yeah, you can't leave him out. And he came up, this is his song, he came up with it, and then he got a real established uh, saxophone player, this guy named Mary Meadows, mm-hmm. and play on it. And everybody keeps saying, oh, man, how was it there in New York? Man, I told him, man, I did that. The beginning of the song, well, I, I got two different videos out because I just did it downtown Atlanta, man, you know, on top of a building, and you can see these People thinking it was New York Times. Then the rest of the stuff is uh, what you call it, pro cut or something off. Uh, uh, you can get, you can, you can go uh, be on a computer uh-huh. and you can get pictures of places that looks just like it. You know, well, I'll be it's called. I forget the name of it. And that's what the guy used. And then I had another friend of mine. He wanted me to do it over, and so he made it look like it, I was downtown in. New York Times Square. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. So modern technology. I'm saying, nah, man, I say, ain't got no money like that to go to New York and make no video, <laughs> man. <laughs> you don't have oh, it's to. Called you just... pro, it's called Pro Cut. That's what it's called. 
Okay. Okay. Cut. You can go on on the uh, internet or uh -huh. online and just put in there pro cut. It'll show you whatever you want. And then if you want a, uh, a particular picture, you have to pay some amount of money. They'll let you yeah. get it. But cool. That way you could play Times Square without having to be there. So right. pay a few dollars versus a few hundred dollars, right? Right. <laughs> oh, cool. Time and crowds and everything. Yeah, yeah. Our guest is Tunes from just outside of Atlanta. And this is the last song that we're going to play of his today, and it's called Times Square. Oh, 
California. It's the number two, U-N-E-S. The man goes by tunes, and you just take out the T and you put in the number two. Our guest today in the Music of America podcast of tunes, this is the part of the show we call Shameless Self-Promotion. So this is where you start really hyping up your stuff. Where can we find you? Where can we buy your music? Where can we buy your CDs? Where can we, if you got if you got merch, where can we buy that? Let's hear it all. Okay. Everyone, please just go out to uh, number 2UNES.net. That's tunes.net on my website. There's merchandise. There's music. There's videos. There's pictures. There's email. There's everything you want. It's all on there. state-of-the-art uh, website. And you can reach out to me. You can get coffee mugs, uh, T-shirts, hats, whatever you want. Download music. The one shop stop. And it's tunes.net. Just this is how easy it is. I typed it in Google while we're talking. And before you finished talking, it popped right up. You know, wow. yeah. It's so cool. And you got everything on this thing, man. You look young. You look you look younger <laughs> than you do in this interview. <laughs> <laughs> That's because of the shady, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just wow. had to get a dig in. Hey Tunes, it was cool, man. Thank you so oh, much. Man. Appreciate you, man. Just stay in Appreciate you, too. You get your butt up here to Vermont, man. Get up here for the Jazz Fest sometime. Man, you have me. Hey, hook me up to somebody you know, man. We we, we appreciate you. We'll show you some some sure love, for real. I'm always up for gigs, man. Whatever. You know somebody that got something, tell them to give me an opportunity, man. Now we know how to reach you. It's the number two, U-N-E-S, our guest today, Tunes. Right. I want you to send me the link to um, uh, that that, – the gig bag and that book. You oh, yeah. 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 Would that, oh. would that somebody kin to you? They're How all, they're all on my website at oh. www.musicofamerica.com. Uh, <laughs> you call that a shameless plug, man? That's my shameless plug, man. <laughs> it's always a pleasure, man. Let's don't be a stranger, man. Hit you know me. how to reach me. Yeah. Right. And our, our guest was tunes today on the music of America podcast. Now, Thank join you. us tomorrow. We're going to wrap up Georgia with Deborah Cohen. You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show, please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows. And the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America.